North Pole Hotline. We've decked the halls for our holiday party. Now we need to get decked out too. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, get up to 50% off store wide now on party perfect styles like velvet tops and pixie pants. Up to 50% off? It is the season to be jolly. Jeans and sweaters start at just 15 bucks with tops from just seven bucks. Ooh, we need those styles fa-la-la-la fast. Buy online and pick up in store for free. And don't forget to redeem your super cash now through Tuesday to save even more. Kids, we're going to Old Navy. Holiday your heart out with up to 50% off store wide at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid through 12 select styles only. Other exclusions apply. See stores for details. Dr. Ray Tomos, I'm the host of your show here on the Hot Corner. Want to welcome everybody into the show here tonight. We got a great one for you. It should be a lot of fun. We're going to have the online live draft of our first ever Hot Corner Fantasy Baseball Listener League. We've got 10 players locked, cocked, and ready to go. And uh, we're going to kick off some fantasy baseball draft tonight. Before we get to fantasy baseball, we're going to actually have a little bit of a, of a health topic. We're, we're going to start the show off with a health topic today. Uh, normally, we, we wait for it at the end, but today, since we're going to be doing the draft for the second half of the show, uh, we're going to go ahead and start out with some health topics. So we're going to be talking about weight loss here on the show. If you guys have any questions about weight loss at all, or if you have trouble losing weight, or if your girl is having trouble losing weight, or if somebody you know is having trouble losing weight, we're going to talk about some of the things that it takes to do that and some of the common ways to get it done, um, and then some of the not-so-common ways to get it done that can be very effective. So we're going to be talking all about weight loss and, and those types of things. So we encourage you guys to call into the show. And uh, we want to give you the, the call-in number. It's area code 347-637-3978. Again, that's 347-637-3978. And you can also tweet us. Um, you can tweet your questions to me at Dr. Ray T, so that's D-R-R-A-Y-T, or you can tweet our co-host, which I'm going to introduce in a moment, Mr. Manuel T. Ferrero III, at ISPSO, um, or you can hit us on Facebook um, at facebook.com slash ISPSO or facebook.com slash 353heal. Uh, so plenty of ways to get in contact with us if you guys have questions about weight loss, if you want to find out what's happening with our fantasy baseball draft, or with our fantasy baseball draft, um, you're more than welcome. And uh, without any further ado, I would like to introduce the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> the lion that makes lions, uh, Mr. Manuel T. Ferrero III. Manny, how you doing tonight? Yo, Dr. Ray, I'm excited tonight, brother. I'm excited. It's draft night for our fantasy football, uh, <laughs> fantasy baseball league. Uh, I'm yeah, excited, so man. I'm, I'm going to win it all. Yeah, yeah, that's what you said about <laughs> football, too. <laughs> yes, sir. That's excellent. Yeah, yeah. But, hey, you got you to gotta be positive, brother. You got to be positive. What am, I, what am I going to come out here and say, that I'm going to lose? No, nah, you're 100% right, man. If you don't think you're going to win, you definitely ain't winning. Um, so 
definitely, definitely good to hear some confidence. Um, looking forward to it. We've been talking some draft strategy over the past couple days, um, the past couple shows, excuse me. Um, so, you know, that's one of the things that, that may have benefited you, Manny. Um, but it's going to be all for fun, man. We're going to have a, a couple first-time players um, here, um, a couple people from ISPS that are going to be involved. So um, we're going to talk about the different players that we have. We're going to break down the picks as they as they go through. And uh, we're just going to be basically giving good information. So if you guys have never played fantasy baseball before, you're interested in it, you don't really know what goes into it, that's what we're going to be talking about here on the, on the show tonight as we go through the draft. We're going to talk about picks that are kind of out of the norm. We're going to talk about guys that may be reaching for somebody. Fantasy baseball is really awesome because there's so many players to pick from, and any of them could be great. And what ends up happening is, you know, some guys reach for guys that think that they have a good feeling about or whatever the case is, and Sometimes they flop and sometimes they come through. So when it comes to the fantasy baseball draft, it's all about getting guys for value. And, you know, the better guys that you can get later on in the draft, the better that your team is going to be. But also fantasy baseball, you got to remember, it is a long season. It's not, you know, it's not like football where there's 16 weeks. You know, it is, you know, a good six months almost that we're going to be going at this. So we're going to have a lot of fun um, over these over these next uh, few months, and we're going to see, you know, who who is it that can keep towards the top of the league. We're going to be having a head-to-head matchup team, uh, uh, excuse me, head-to-head matchup league. So each week it's going to be uh, split up, and basically we're competing for different stats. And, and Manny, believe it or not, you and me are playing for the first week. Does this I, happen in fantasy, I, in fantasy football too? I see that, Dr. Ray. I think I, I definitely think you have something going on, some type of rig. Um, I don't know how this is going to happen now again, Dr. Ray, against uh, my team. Um, I don't know, man. What, what are you doing behind the scenes, brother? Man, I tell you, I have absolutely nothing to do with it. I don't even know what the draft order is, as a matter of fact. Maybe we'll see if they – See if we have the draft order ready to go yet. I don't even know. Did you create the draft order, Manny? What do we have here? What's going on? Let's take a look. Let's, Dr. let's go Ray, in here. Dr. Ray, you're you're talking to me in uh in Chinese, brother. This is my first time. I, I don't even know I have no idea what's going on. Oh well, you are gonna uh you're gonna you're gonna have some fun here with this, Manny, but guess who has the first pick? Oh, don't tell me Dr. Ray, huh? <laughs> I have no idea how it happened, um, but yeah, the, the draft order was randomly selected by Yahoo. Um, but, yes, I do have the first pick. Um, how do you see that? Pick, Where do you see that? If you go to Yahoo right now, you can actually log into the league already, and you can go to enter live draft, and it will tell you the draft order and all the available players. Right? Enter so, live right draft. Now, so right now I have the first pick. It looks like you have the fourth pick, Manny. Oh, not bad, not bad at all. Not too bad, not too bad. Four out of ten. So I actually like the fourth pick because you're going to be able to get two players that are going to have a really good value coming around into the third round there. But the third and fourth round should be very, very good for you because, or excuse me, the uh, the second and the third round because you're going to get two players that are fairly close. And that's kind of when the pickings start to get slim with the top-tier players um, right around that time. So you should be able to kind of work things the right way, and, and you should be good. So one thing I want to encourage is that you click on the 
information on the guy on the on the uh, <clears throat> right next to the player's names that tells you about the updated information any any news that has come out simply because of the fact that there may be some injuries that happen. Everyday injuries happen in baseball. Some are worse than others. So that's what we want to be careful with and we want to try to uh, look out for. Um, you don't want to draft guys like you, Darvish, that are out for the season. Um, be careful with that because they may still be ranked high here, but at the same time, you know, they're not going to be playing at all. So there could be a waste of a pick there. Um, so I definitely recommend to be careful with that. And uh, we'll see as people start to kind of come in here. Uh, we've got 10 teams again. We've got, uh, there you are, Manny. It looks like you just joined. Excellent. <clears throat> Perfect. So uh, we've got 21 minutes until draft time. Uh, Manny, did you have any questions you wanted to get out of the way before we start drafting, uh, before we get into our health topic of the night? Um, wow, man. I know. I'm just looking. So what do you what do you think I should go for first, Dr. Ray? A all-around all player, like a... Uh, Everyday player instead of a pitcher? <clears throat> it depends what's there. I mean, there's different tiers of pitchers. There's different tiers of hitters. And I'll tell you that there's more really good hitters than there are really good pitchers. There's only about five pitchers that I would say that are in their own top tier that are going to go out and perform, you know, pretty much amazing every time that they go out there. You know, and then there's a couple of hitters that, are the only ones that are going to be able to contribute in multiple categories, you know, like Mike Trout, Andrew McCutcheon, Goldschmidt, um, Stanton, even these guys all give you five categories to somewhat of a degree. Um, and so, you know, it, it all depends on what it is that you want. It depends on how you want to structure your team. It depends on what you value more. You know, it also depends on what's going on with the league. You know, we have two utility players. So in addition to starting a catcher, first base, second base, shortstop, third base, and three outfielders, we also have two utility players, which means that hitters might start to go a little bit quicker and start to get a little bit deeper as we go through because we're starting an extra player there. Um, so that's something to think about. But it all really depends on what you want to do. As the draft goes, you have to be flexible. You want to come into a draft with a plan, but you got to be able to change that plan um, and, and start to go. You know, I like to try to take the guy that's going to be the best player, the most consistent player, as often as I can throughout the draft, and if I see that a position is starting to get really scarce, I might have to reach, you know, like if all the second basemen are gone and, you know, the only person left there is something like Scooter Jeanette, you know, I'm going to try to I'm gonna try to get a second baseman in there if I don't have one. So, you know, it just all depends on what's going on. But I would say that if you are, are picking now, just try to get the best player on the board. If you're there and Clayton Kershaw is still there, I might take Clayton Kershaw, or I might take Max Scherzer. I mean, it depends on who you have a feeling about. I tell you, if I was you and you're at number four and Stanton is still there, that's definitely who I'd be taking. Um, but we'll see what ends up happening. Um, I'm looking I'm looking forward to it a lot. 19 minutes left until the draft on the dot right now. Um, so let's go ahead and talk a little bit of, of health. Uh, Manny, I know this isn't a problem that you have, um, because you're you're a pretty fit guy, but there's a lot of people out there that struggle with with weight. Yeah, tell that to my wife. <laughs> tell you what. All right, well, maybe not fit, but not overweight. No, actually, <laughs> you know that. what? And I, I I think this is a good time to talk to you about it, Doctor Ray, because it's a it's the health topic is weight loss. 
We just got a new uh, scale at home, a family scale that we keep in the bathroom under the, you know, under the vanity, under the sink there. Um, and I keep checking it every, almost every day, and it tells you my BMI. And according to their little chart, I am a little bit overweight. I am right there just over the... Uh, the threshold it says anything above 25.0 oh, yeah. is overweight and i am at 25.7 i believe well i'll tell you what as far as bmi goes it's not something that i particularly like because bmi does not take into account any type of muscle um kind of any any type of muscular deviation the only thing that the only thing that BMI accounts for is height and weight. So BMR is different. BMR is basal metabolic rate. BMI is body mass index. And so the two are completely different. But one of them tells you, based on your height and your weight, maybe what type of risk you may have for being overweight and those types of things. And the other one tells you about how many calories do you burn every day just from being awake, just from being alive. And so it's a, it's a very big difference um, between the two. BMR is extremely important when it, comes to, um, when it comes to losing weight because that's one of the ways that we can calculate how many calories are necessary um, for you to be able to lose weight. <clears throat> how many calories should you be eating? So that's one thing that we'll talk about. But the other one, BMI, which you're talking about, does not take into account, as I mentioned, any of the any of the muscular people out there. So if you're an athlete, for example, and you know you have <clears throat> maybe six percent body fat, but you weigh more than you should because you have more muscle, you can clinically be obese if you go by BMI. Um, I'm clinically obese if you go by BMI. Now, you know I'm not exactly six packing and and skinny here, but I'm not obese either, you know, so it's because I'm short and stocky. And so when you're short and stocky, it it completely just misleads you. Um, And I'm not obese by any means. By body fat percentage, I'm I'm a little overweight, but I'm nowhere close to being obese. And uh, BMI has that differently. So if your BMI tells you you're obese and you're muscular, pay no attention to it. Um, Now, if your BMR is low, that means that you have low muscle mass. So that's something that we want to work on because the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn every day. So that's why weightlifting is very good to actually help you burn fat because not only does it push out intramuscular fats and those types of things that get stuck in your muscle and and make you weaker and and more fat from the inside out, but they also make your BMR go up. So BMR is basal metabolic rate, and that's really how we start to base weight loss clinically. How many calories do you burn just from being awake and alive? And once we know that, we can start to factor in calories from exercise. And this becomes caloric expenditure. So how many calories are going out? Now, once we know how many calories are going out every day, we can calculate how many calories do you have to put in to be in what's called negative caloric balance. So if more calories are coming in than out, you're gaining weight. If more calories are going out than coming in, you're losing weight. So okay, that's so, something that's. Go ahead. So how do I how do I calculate 
my BMR? And should I throw <laughs> away this, this scale that my wife bought? <laughs> well, don't throw it out because it's still going to tell, tell you your weight. Um, but as I mentioned, don't worry no, about it the tells BMI. Me, it tells me a bunch of other information, which I think you need like a like a rocket science degree to figure it out. But it's all scientific, and it has the little blue lights, and it's all made of glass. It's really, really nice. Uh, maybe next time I'll pay more attention and I'll, I'll write some of these uh, numbers down for you, and maybe next time you could uh, decipher them for me. Yeah, definitely. We can talk about that for sure. Um, that's not a problem at all. So uh, we'll take a look at that and we'll go over it. But right now, the BMR, again, is, is what helps us figure out those calories. So we're going to do a little bit of math real quick because that's what, that's what math is all about, or that's what weight loss is all about, basically. It's really just an equation. Can we, can we make it so that less calories are coming in than are going out? So once we have that BMR plus the exercise calculated, then we know, all right, we have to keep you under that. Now, every pound of fat is basically equivalent to 3,500 calories, all right? So if you can reduce 500 calories a day or burn 500 more calories a day, you're going to lose a pound of fat a week. Now, a pound of fat is much different than body weight pounds. Body weight pounds include water. They include other things as well, too. So losing a pound of fat may actually be more equivalent to losing a couple pounds on the scale. So that's something that is, you know, a lot of people kind of don't, don't know that those aren't synonymous, that they're, they're not the same thing. But the goal is, as a practitioner, to have people lose one to two pounds each week. You don't want to lose weight very fast because if you do, your body will try to get you back to that same weight. You have something called set point theory. And that set point theory basically means that your body wants to stay where it is. If you make slow changes, it'll reset that set point, though. So if you notice, when you gain weight, you don't normally gain 20 pounds in two days. It's 20 pounds over a year, and it's, you know it takes time to gain this weight. And that's why your body gets used to it. Now, if we do the same thing and lose weight very slowly, your body will, of course, get used to it. So those are some of the things that we want to take into account when we start talking about weight loss. Making sure that the, the caloric expenditure is in a negative balance, meaning that you're burning more calories through exercise and by being alive than you are eating and taking in on a daily basis. And if you can stay negative, you're going to be in the weight loss column. Now, there's a few other factors that go into this as well, too, <clears throat> because there's factors that, that influence your metabolism and that BMR. So number one, if you are unhealthy and you have any imbalances in your body, hormonal imbalances especially, it's going to be very difficult for you to lose weight. So one of the things that I do when people are having trouble losing weight is I do a hormone test. Now, with females, a lot of time what happens is because they're stressed very often because they're worrying about things, they start to create a hormonal imbalance where they start to make what's called estrogen dominance and they have less testosterone. And when their testosterone, yes, women do have a little bit of testosterone. It's only a little, but they need it. And they need it to actually lose weight. That's what, that's what increases their metabolism. So sometimes what starts to happen is they become estrogen dominant. And this is bad in so many ways, and I'll highlight a couple. Number one, it makes their periods worse. It makes the moodiness worse. 
It makes their skin more oily. It makes them crave more sweets. All those types of things happen. It makes their cramps worse. It increases their chance of cysts in the breasts and in the ovaries. So all those things happen with estrogen dominance. Um, in addition, they can have trouble with insomnia and all those kinds of things. So if you have or you know a woman that's having trouble losing weight, gets very moody, has really bad periods, breaks out during her periods, has really tender breasts or ovaries or has any problem with cysts, it's probably because she has a hormonal imbalance. And that's something that we can take care of naturally at my office just so that you guys know. But let's keep it to weight loss here. So weight loss-wise, we start talking about Weight loss-wise, we start talking about things um, like, okay, this is the food that you need to eat to keep your calories down, but also to make sure that you're getting nutrition. You know, you can eat things that are very low in calorie, but at the same time, you may be eating things that are very low in nutrition. And that can be a problem because if your body doesn't have what it needs nutrition-wise, it also will be very difficult to lose weight because you make hormones with the things that you should be getting from your diet. So stress will increase cortisol, which is another hormone, and decrease testosterone, and that's something that creates problems when it comes to weight loss. So if there's trouble losing weight, normally it happens because there's some sort of an unhealthy balance of hormones or stress response or something else happening in the body. So that's one thing that you want to pay attention to, and that's one thing that a lot of these diets don't take into into, uh, consideration. You can do an HCG diet. They're going to put you on a 500-calorie diet every day and that and give you injections of a, of a hormone that tells a woman that she's pregnant. You will lose weight. You will lose weight very fast. The moment that you stop doing the HCG diet, you're going to gain all your weight back, if not even a little bit more. So if you want to lose 20 pounds for a wedding in three days or in th- excuse me, in three weeks, Go ahead and do the HCG diet. You'll get it done. But the moment that, that you eat something and have a beef Wellington at that wedding, the next couple of days you can expect to start gaining that weight back. So that's something that you want to be careful with. But the nutrition, I'd say, is about 75% of weight loss. The exercise is what makes up the rest of that. Um, and, of course, this, this means that you're also a healthy person, meaning that you don't have any of these imbalances um, <clears throat> that are going to affect your, your metabolism. So if you're having trouble losing weight, if you're not eating any calories and you're still not losing weight, that means that you should get a checkup probably by a functional medicine doctor because those are the people that are going to be able to identify imbalances um, as opposed to disease. If you go to your regular doctor and tell him, hey, I can't lose weight, he's going to say, all right, well, uh, you know, there's not much that I can do to help you here. There's there's no weight loss medication. Um, But if you're exercising and eating well and you're still not losing weight, Functional medicine is the way to go. Uh, You guys can give me a call. That's what we do in my office as well, too. Uh, We work on balancing the hormones, balancing the body, and making sure it's healthy enough to actually lose weight. Um, So that's one option that you guys have there. And we talk about all these things. We look at blood work. We look at hormones. uh, And we look at stress. And we try to to balance it all out and mitigate damage. And that way we get get the, the body to start to lose weight, burn that fat. Now, one thing that we have to be careful with when it comes to weight loss is that when you lose weight, your fat cells are actually what hold the toxins in your body. So as you start to burn fat, you also start to release toxins into your body, which can make you feel bad and potentially create some of those imbalances in your body that we were talking about. 
So supporting detoxification during weight loss is also very, very important, especially since hormone production is going to increase, meaning that you have to metabolize those as well. So there are certain things that you want to take when you are trying to lose weight, and those things are B vitamins as well as support for your liver in order to help it detoxify as much as possible. Hydration is also extremely important, so you have to take that into account as well. So there's a lot that goes into weight loss. Sometimes it's not just as simple as eating less and exercising more. It can be unless there's a, unless there's a health issue at hand. So if you're doing those things and you're not improving, it's time to get help from a professional. Sometimes it'll start with a detox. Sometimes people will be so unhealthy that you can't start with a detox because it'll make them feel really bad, and then there will be no exercise, and there will be plenty of comfort food, and that's where we start to run into a problem. Um, I know we have a couple minutes left. We've got about five minutes left before the draft starts. Manny, did you have any questions about anything that we've gone over before? Did, did any of that sound familiar or, or anything sound new to you that you don't that you don't understand? No, but I, I never heard about that BMR. I'm going to definitely take that into consideration and try to try to calculate. Maybe you could help me out and see what type of uh, calorie intake I should uh, I should come up with to uh, to stay under um, and have a negative calorie intake ratio. And that's per day, right? Yeah, that's every day. We want to try to analyze your BMR is what's going to burn every day, and then of course your calorie intake is going to be. What is your, what is going to, you know, how many calories are you bringing in each day? So that's something that we want to take a look at in order to make sure that people are losing weight when they are doing the right things in order to do so. Um, so that, that pretty much covers weight loss. We can talk a little bit more. Maybe next week on the show what we'll do is we'll calculate a couple BMRs and we'll help people kind of understand how it works. And we'll talk a little bit more about that and we'll follow up with the best ways to exercise to lose weight. Um, you know, a lot of people think sitting on the treadmill is the best way to lose weight. I can tell you here right now, it's not. So if you guys want to know the best way to exercise in order to lose weight and why, go ahead and listen in next week and we'll tell you all about it. Um, so that's that's all I got to let you guys know about weight loss tonight. Um, right now, let's go ahead and let's go over to um, some of the fantasy coverage here. Uh-oh, uh-oh, we got some calls. We got a call, text, or a tweet. What do we got going on here, Manny? Um, we have a uh, message here. I just received it on Facebook. Is it possible to lose weight by just detoxif detoxifying, even if it's a little? Uh, since the fat is holding the toxins, once the body gets rid of the toxins, is it, it I can see once the body gets rid of the toxin, does it need the fat anymore, Correct. Gotcha. Okay, so if I understand the question right, will detoxing help you lose weight? Um, and the answer is yes, because normally when you detox, you can't put in any food that is going to make you gain weight. Um, and so that's really where the where the detox comes in, because it, it really helps you decrease calories by eating more fruits and more vegetables and those types of things, as opposed to processed foods that have a lot of calories, but not a lot of nutrition. Um, also, supporting metabolism helps a lot with that detoxification. So I wouldn't say that the detox helps you lose weight as much as the diet that you're on when you're doing a detox helps you kind of lose the weight. Um, but as I mentioned, you want to be careful detoxing and, and trying to lose weight because if you're really toxic and you start detoxing, you could create more of a problem 
um, and, again, not feel that well? So uh, good question, definitely a good question, um, one that I get very often, um, and hopefully I was able to answer it there for you. Did we have uh, another question, Manny? I know you rang the doorbell twice. Was that for the same one? Uh, it was, it, yeah, it was for the same one. It was just sent in a two-part question. Uh, gotcha. So the, uh, the the chime came in twice. That was all, Dr. Ray. But I see already we're getting some players in into the draft board here. Uh, we have less than two minutes left, Dr. Ray. I'm getting excited, man. And this, this draft board looks real nice, real nice. I already have my... Uh, my stars here next to my players. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. There you go, my friend. That's what I like to hear. So we're getting up and getting ready to go here. A minute and uh, 37 seconds here coming in. Uh, we're getting down to the wire here. we got some teams that are waiting to sign in here. Um, but we should be ready to go in just a little bit. Um, I may have to draft very slowly here in order to allow people to kind of come in. Um, let's see here. We got Brandon Manasso with the second pick. We've got Team G Code, our our one of our Florida directors, Gabe Caride, with the third pick. Then we've got Manny with the fourth pick. We've got Albert's team number five. We've got Jose Aries team at number six. We've got Rounding third coming around num- uh, at number seven. I like that name. And we've got Adam Cibia Bailbonds. He's back from our fantasy football league. Uh, we've got Maiden Date at number nine, and then of course uh, one of our one of our loyal listeners, Shelly. Uh, sorry, Shelly, that you got number ten. Uh, but what what else can I say except for at least you get two picks back to back, my friend. And um, it looks like we're about thirty seconds away from getting in. Um, wow, I'm getting, getting excited. In. Here we go, here we go. So we're going to talk a little bit about draft picks and everything going on. Um, Let me see here. All right, so with the number one pick, I mean, it's pretty easy. I think pretty much everybody in the world that has the number one pick is going to go with Mike Trout, and uh, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And the reason is because Mike Trout contributes in multiple categories, and he is not very often injured. Now, an injury can happen to anybody, at any time. But, 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 there are some guys that are more prone to injuries. Derek Holland, for example, the pitcher for the Texas Rangers, he is hurt all the time. It's a knee. It's a shoulder. It's an elbow. Now, it's not that he's out for the season all the time, but he ends up losing about seven or eight starts every year. And if you can get a guy that may not perform quite as well, but will actually give you more starts, you have more of a chance of getting some other things like innings pitched and strikeouts and so on and so forth that may help you out a little bit more. So it's always better to get guys that are less injury prone so that we can try to uh so that we can try to basically get as much out of them as we can throughout the whole entire year. Right? So Mike Trout is one of those guys and as I mentioned, thirty plus homers, hundred plus RBIs, hundred plus runs. 20-plus stolen bases usually, you know. So these are the types of things that that a lot of players aren't going to be able to contribute. You know, there's not that many 2020 guys out there, you know, and 2020, of course, means stolen base and home runs. So that's one thing that that we want to get going. So uh, looks like we're starting to get everybody filling in here. We got almost everybody in. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to make my pick here. 
Um, and let's go ahead with Mr. Mike Trout. There it is. First pick in the draft off the board. And now we have nice, him. Nice, 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 Dr. Ray. Now, let's see. There's a couple ways that he can go here. He can go with McCutcheon, who's another all-around player. Um, again, you know, 20-plus homers, twenty maybe 20 stolen bases there. Um, that's an option. Um, you know, for for this year, maybe not quite the high run in RBI total as Mike Trout, but very close. Um, and then we have Paul Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt, of course, more power, more RBIs, more runs, but less stolen bases. So it depends how you want to formulate your team. If you feel like there's guys that can get you steals later on in the draft, then, you know, you want to go for more power in the beginning. But the guys that are power average combination, those guys are difficult to find. So those are all things that people want to try to take into account here as we get going. Um, All right, so, well, there you go. Clayton Kershaw taken off the board with the second pick. So uh, Team G-Code is up right now. We've got Gabe Caride in. Um, and he took he took Andrew McCutcheon and he took him pretty quick. So uh, we've got we've got oh Gabe, here we go here we McCutcheon. go. We've got Manny on the clock. So Manny, you've got a you've got a pretty interesting choice here, man. You got Goldschmidt, Cabrera, Stanton, Abreu, Gomez. You've got all these guys that can contribute in multiple categories. So for you, it's who do you like? Who do you want to watch more? And uh, you know what well, do you want to do? Really quick. Really quick, I've been, I was talking about this uh, earlier today. Uh, Miguel Cabrera, I mean, Jesus Christ. And and he's also from the small town where my wife was born in Venezuela, Maracay, Venezuela. But uh, Giancarlos, man, uh, and I think he ha- he's coming back with a vengeance this year. Um, I really, I- I'm going to go with Giancarlos, man. Um, Giancarlos Stanton, Miami. Uh, local boy, so uh, here we go. Um, what do you think, Dr. Ray, John Carlos or Miguel Cabrera? Personally, I don't want to be the guy that drafts Miguel Cabrera in the year that he starts to decline. I would rather go with yeah. a player that's young, that's up and coming. So if I was in your shoes right now, I'd be going with John Carlos as well. All right, here we go. John Carlos Stanton, go Marlins. There it is with the fourth pick. Here we go. We got fourth. we got Albert coming up next. Yep, and Albert we know is, is listening right now, so we'll see who Albert's going to go with here. He's got an interesting choice as well, too. Um, he's got some pitchers that he can take a look at drafting right now at this point as well. Um, the pitchers are probably going to start to start to come off the board here um, a little sooner than later, I would I would imagine. Um, but it does look like he's got an interesting choice. Let's see what he's got going on here. Um, now, if I was in this position, I'd be looking at some guys that are going to contribute both power and average, um, and that's where that's where I'd be going. Oh, and, and Albert picks Felix Hernandez, so he bypassed. Uh, oh, usually the picture. Oh, there we go, and then we got Paul Goldschmidt off the board. Um, all right, so two two quick picks here, Felix Hernandez. And then Goldschmidt off the board with the number six pick, and then let's see. Okay, we got Cabrera taken the number with the uh, wow. pick. All right, so he's off the board now, and now we have uh, Mr. Arancibia on the board here. It's up on the clock. He's got a minute and eighteen seconds left here, and uh, let's see where he goes. Now that we already have a pitcher off the board, sometimes we'll see these runs happen where one pitcher goes, and then all of a sudden everybody starts to go. So. 
Well, he decided to go with Jose Abreu. So the eighth pick in the first round, Jose Dariel Abreu from the Chicago White Sox. Uh, Cuban crusher last year. I mean, this guy just was wreaking havoc on American League pitching and uh, one of the best. And a lot of people are predicting that he's going to have that, that great year again. Uh, there goes Bautista off the board. Um <clears throat> All right, let's see what we got now. Bautista's off the board. Now we got Shelly up. Shelly went ahead with Carlos Gomez, and he gets a back-to-back pick, so he's going to go with Carlos Gomez, and let's see who comes up next here for him. Uh, Looks like he went with Carlos Gomez and uh, Edwin Encarnacion. So he gets Encarnacion at first and, and Carlos Gomez there in the outfield. So he's looking like he's in pretty good shape there. Uh, to start off with first baseman and outfield, although there's there's not a lot of position scarcity going on there. There's a lot of outfielders. There's a lot of first basemen. We could potentially have some some skinny hitters later on in the draft because of that second utility uh, position. So there goes Robinson Cano. There goes... Uh, wow, man. Wow, wow. Robinson what is Cano going on? Adam Jones off the board. Max Scherzer with the 14th pick off the board. So the third pitcher taken here um, already. Now we got Jose Ayres' team coming on up here. Let's see who he's going to go with. Um, All right, he gets Anthony Rizzo from the Cubs at first base. So all in all, everything has been pretty, pretty standard here. Um, I'd say the only difference is Felix Hernandez jumping Max Scherzer. You haven't seen that often so far, especially since Scherzer made the jump from the American League to the National League and he's having an outstanding spring, and he's already a high strikeout pitcher. You uh, you add in, you know, the pitcher spot from the National League, and that could potentially mean a, a, an increase in strikeouts for him. Um, so, you know, a little, little odd there. But either way, good pick. We'll never know what's going to happen. Uh, right now we got Chris Sale just went off the board, so the fourth pitcher now off the board. Um, we've got Mr. Manuel T. Ferrero the third, the lion that makes lions. Wow, man! Uh, wow, ready to go here, Manny. Let's see what's it going to be, my friend. You got a lot of options right now at this point. Um, you got shortstop, you got third base, you got second base. So you're up towards the top of the uh, towards the draft, the top of the draft board here, and you got a lot, a lot of different talent to choose from. So it depends now. This is going to mold your picks later on in, in the uh, in the draft. You know, what do you want to do here? Do you want to go with with position scarcity? Do you have one of these guys that you really like, but you know that you're not gonna that you're not gonna be able to get coming around? Remember, you have one. I'm scared about I'm scared about the pitching. I see, I see everybody picking up pitchers now. What's going on with that? Well, that's that's what it's all about, my friend. You got to see where's the runs gonna come from. What do we have going on here? Still, a lot of really good pitchers on the board. Um, just depends on what it is that you want to do here. Oh, man. All right, here we go, Dr. Ray. Here we go, Dr. Ray. You know what? Yes, there we go. Week. So, all right, so a pick from the doctor. Going back to my roots, Dr. Ray. Going back to my roots. Yes, sir. There we go. All right, so let's see. So far, Viva Cuba. So so far, you've got a pretty stacked outfield, my friend. So far, you've got Stanton and Puig. <laughs> uh, so so far, Stanton and Puig, and that's I'd say that that's pretty good right there so far. So 
Let's see what we get coming around. We've got Team G-Code up. We've got our Florida director, Mr. Caride, up. Let's see who he's going to go with here. Uh, right now, he's he's got, uh, so far on his team, Andrew McCutcheon. And he goes with the pitcher. Oh, man, so he picked up a starting pitcher, Steve Strasburg. Wow. So Gabe goes with pitching. Strasburg, one of the young phenoms in the game, high strikeout guy. So we'll see how that goes. Now, one of the things in, in head-to-head pitching, or excuse me, in head-to-head matchups, Pitching is one thing that will go quickly because getting those studs on your team, especially in two-star weeks, can be really, really good. Now, some guys have a different type of an attitude where they'll take pitchers later on in the draft and just pick up and drop pitchers and pick up and drop and pick up and drop throughout the year and play matchups. So if you don't get the studs in the beginning, that's always an option for you. Um, but right now, oh, we've thanks, got Brandon. thanks for letting us know that, Dr. Right now. Hey, well, listen, I'm in this league, too, you know what I mean? I can't give away all the secrets, right? <laughs> so uh, here we go. Here we go. Let's see. We got Brandon, who selects Madison Bumgarner. Oh, so we got Bumgarner Lord. off the board. Bumgarner off the board. Well, I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to follow suit here. I'm actually yeah, going to go ahead. <laughs> What's that? What did you know? What did you know? And you were going with a pitcher now, man. I'm going to get stuck with, with uh, who knows what. Well, we'll see We'll see what you're going to get stuck with. But remember, you have a pick coming up in just a few. Um, so, so no sweat, Manny, no sweat. Um, I'm still trying to decide here what it is exactly that I'm going to be doing, trying to figure out who we're going to be going with here. Um, let me see. We've got some position scarcity still. Um, uh, some players up towards the top. Um, let's see. We've got Donaldson available. We've got Adrian Gonzalez. Pujols is still out there. Um, there's a lot of guys out there still, um, you know, that, that could potentially make a big difference. Um, we've got Altuve up there who, who's at a position scarcity. There's a lot, of, a lot of guys out there with position scarcity right now, and I'm not going to be picking again for a long time. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with the first pick I'm going to make is going to be David Price, high strikeout pitcher. I think that he could be pretty good over there in Detroit. And then, oh, we've got a call, text, or tweet here. Manny, go ahead and let me know what we got while I'm making up my mind here with this second pick. Yeah, Dr. Ray, they want to know uh, who are some of the players that you think might have their breakout year this year? All right, give me just one second here. Let me take a look. There's a couple players I think that could break out this year. Um, Give me just a moment. I'm trying to make a decision here. Right now I'm battling between a starting pitcher and one of these hitters here that could be be pretty good. Um, Let me see. I might have to go. I might have to go with stolen bases and average here um, from a guy that, plays at a position where you don't normally get that. And I think I'm going to go with Jose Altuve, um, who plays second base for the Astros. He's high stolen bases, not a lot of home runs um, at all, but I'm thinking I might be able to get some power here coming up is it, in the next couple of rounds. Isn't Altuve the uh, smallest uh, player in Major League Baseball right now? And I th- I believe he's from Venezuela as well. Yes, he is, and he is the smallest uh, player in the majors right now. And he's actually... My height. So my hat's off to Jose Altuve, 
Good job, my There friend. you go, Dr. Ray. That means you could, you still have a chance, brother. You still have a chance. still have a chance. Every time that I watch him play, I'm like, hey, this looks like uh, – this looks like MLB the show when I created myself. <laughs> yeah, man. So, no, man, it, it's but, funny. Uh, you know, now that you mentioned watching MLB, the other day I was watching, um, well, I'm not going to mention which game. I'm not going to mention the player. But it was pretty cool to see one of our uh, one of our past players that used to play over at Chapman Field um, over there in playing in Major League Baseball. And he is a... Uh, he's a decent, decent known player on a well-known team. So uh, I'm pretty sure you know who he is. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you about it off the air because we can't mention his name, obviously, because of Major League Baseball and all that stuff with their contracts. But uh, it was pretty cool, man. Really, really, really proud to uh, see a, a former ISPS player on the major league field. And now we have uh, Team G Code is drafting right now. He has 24 seconds. And it looks like he's struggling, too, with the decision here. He's not quite sure where to go. But I wanted to get back to the question that was asked earlier about who might be breaking out this year. And there, there's a couple guys yep. that I think uh, can have a breakout year this year. And uh, a couple of them, um, I'm going to let you know kind of in, in the middle rounds here. Um, one of them is Nolan Arenado um, from Colorado. He could have a great year at third base. He, he Played yes, uh, last year in kind of a uh, injury-shortened year, but still did great. Um, I think also Jason Hayward could be a very good uh, comeback player. I think that, you know, the new scenery over there in St. Louis might be good for him. Um, I think right here from the Marlins, I think that Christian Yelich is going to take a big step forward. Um, I really like Cole Calhoun from the L.A. Angels. I think that now he's going to have a full-time position. He was very productive last year when he was in the lineup. He's had a few injury concerns in the spring so far this year, nothing major, but just one of those things that worries you about a guy kind of being being hurt all the time. So we'll see what ends up happening there. But those are just a couple guys that I think could be, you know, taking a step forward this year. And if we go all the way down the list, all the way to the bottom, one of the late-round picks that I think might be good this year is actually the second baseman from the Atlanta Braves, Jace Peterson. That's a sleeper pick right there. Go ahead and uh, and take that now, um, name. Doc, Dr. Ray, I, I'm actually 20 seconds in. What do you think about John Lester, starting pitcher? I think he could be great for the Cubs, making the move to the National League, of course. Um, I think he could be very good. There you go. And there he is. I picked up my first, uh, my first uh, pitcher right there, John Lester. There he is, and Adrian Beltre is off the board right after you. We've got Jose Aries' team coming up right now. Let's see who it is he's going to take. Um, and he goes with Hanley Ramirez with Hanram. Um, so Hanley Ramirez off nice. the board now. Let's see what we hey, got listen, here. Look, look at Albert tell, saying that I'm I'm whining here on the smack talk board. Of course, of course. I ain't whining, man. Dr. Ray, Dr. Ray is cheating, man. I'm trying to help everybody out. <laughs> man, he's for the people. <laughs> Dr. Ray, how, how could Dr. Ray pick first pick and then have back-to-back in the second round? It's crazy. It's crazy what we're going through here. Oh, man, Tulewitzki just left. The Tulewitzki off the board, Donaldson off the board. So now the shortstop's. The third baseman, it's starting to get thin there. We've had a couple. We had Hanley Ramirez and Tulewitzki gone. 
We had Rendon, Beltre, and Donaldson gone. So, you know, the, it's starting to kind of get slim pickings again. And there's still nine picks until my turn. There goes Ian Desmond. Uh, so another shortstop off the board here. So they're flying. You know, finding a good shortstop now might be a little bit more difficult. So some people might be more inclined to wait a little bit farther on down the draft, or some people might say, man, I better take somebody right now. So, you know, it all depends on uh, on what you feel is going on. We've got uh, Johnny Cueto off the board, another pitcher down off the board there. So let's see what we got going on here. Bryce, Hop- Bryce Harper goes off the board there. Jacoby Ellsbury off the board very quickly there. That was a, that was a pretty quick pick that got made. We got Aries, Jose Aries' team up again now, and he's going to go with Justin Upton. Albert's back up on the board now. Let's see who Albert's going to go with here. He's got a lot of pitchers up towards the top, and he goes with Freddie Freeman. So he takes the first baseman. Um, Freddie all right, Freeman, all uh, right, all right. Definitely a good one. Um, they contribute a lot. Manny, let's see what you got going on here now. Dr. Ray, what do you think about um, Cole Hamels, Zach Greinke, Justin Verlander? Which one stands out for you? Well, you know, I, I like I like all those guys um, except for Verlander, quite honestly. Um, you know, I think that Verlander, we've seen the best of Verlander's days. Cole Hamels, you know, he could get better potentially throughout the year if he gets traded to a better team. Um, but I think Grinke is going to be playing for the best team out of all of them. You know, you don't necessarily want to chase wins, but I think that that might be the best bet there um, in Zach Grinke. Okay. All right. All right. Let me see here. What about Anthony Rendon or Buster Posey? Uh, what about that Hugh Darvish? No, don't take Hugh Darvish. Don't take Hugh Darvish. He's out for the whole entire year. You got five seconds. What are you going to do? Oh, Zach Grinky, there it is. All right, and we've got the G code up right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is great, Doctor Ray. This is uh, I'm very uh, I'm very pleased that we're doing this this year. Yes, sir. Well, again, you know, it's just to keep everybody entertained and informed and. You know, we can have a lot of fun playing some fantasy baseball, and we can have some fun with the smack talk throughout the year. Um, so I'm looking forward to it here. And uh, let's see where Team G-Code goes. Let's see who his pick is going to be here. And uh, there's a lot of pitchers left. There's a lot of hitters left. We've got Pujols still out there on the board. Uh, so we've got a lot of guys out there that are still left um, that could potentially make some noise here. Um, Man, you need to stop talking so much, Dr. Ray. You're giving all these tips away, and I'm still, I, i I'm still about six picks away, Dr. Ray. What's going on? Sorry, my <laughs> man. Sorry. Let's, talk about, let's talk about the, the picks that have already gone away. What do you think about Zach Greinke? Well, I think Zach Greinke could have a pretty good year. Um, I definitely do. I mean, he's he's been very consistent. He's got that great curveball. 
Um, probably a little bit more more confident now in his in his second or third year over there in L.A. Um, I'm looking forward to see what it is that it, what exactly it is that he's going to do. Um, and and you know I think that he's going to have a great year. I, I think last year if he didn't get beat up by Carlos Quentin, uh, he would have been in really 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 good shape and and had a, an all star year. So you know we'll see what happens there with him. And uh, let's see here. Again, we're starting to kind of get the slim pickings going on here with all of our position players. Um, there's not a lot going on here position-wise. That's what, are you, what are you talking about, slim pickings? There's a lot of stuff out There's a lot of players out there. There is. There's a lot of players, but elite players are very slim at this point. So there's a lot of guys that are going to give you one category really good, but maybe not the rest of them that good. So... You know, these are all things that, that you have to take into consideration and how you want to build your team. So let's see what we got going on here. We have, okay, Brandon takes Buster Posey. Um, I was actually thinking about taking Buster Posey there myself. Um, so let's see what we got here. Let's see who's available. Now, I think that I'm probably going to end up going here with Anthony Rendon with my first of two picks here that I get back-to-back. Um, I like Anthony Rendon. He's got a knee problem right now, which could be a big which could be a big issue throughout the whole year. Um, but I think I like I think I like where he's at right now, um, and I'm expecting him to be pretty darn good this year. Um, so I'm going to take him first, and I think I'm going to kind of stay true to what I have going on here um, and take a picture and – a take a pitcher and a hitter, and my first one is going to be Rendon, who I'm going to take. And then pitcher-wise, I'm between a lot of different guys right here. I really, I really like a lot of these pitchers right here at the top of the board. Um, but I'm going to go with a guy who had a really big breakout year last year. Um, you know, and it, it could end up biting me here. Um, but I'm going to go with a guy who's on the rise as opposed to a guy who's fallen a little bit. And uh, I'm actually going to go ahead and I'm going to take Corey Kluber um, from the Cleveland Indians. Um, high strikeout. The guy did great last year. Um, and, and I'm looking forward to see what he does this year. But you know what? I'm, I'm having second thoughts here, man. I'm having second thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's all about. I don't know. Oh, man, it looks like I drafted him. Uh, man, I took him, and I didn't know if I wanted to or not. But I got him. And we'll see what happens here. So we got Kluber, we got Rendon, we got Kluber. So let's let's look at some of the teams right now. Let's break them down a little bit, and let's go from there. So uh, right now we've got Team G Code. Team G Code right now consists of Andrew McCutcheon and Carlos Gonzalez, and he's got two strong pitchers in Steven Strasburg and Adam Wainwright. Um, so he's got guys that are going to contribute in multiple categories all along. All along. I really like what he's got going on right now. So Team G-Code is looking pretty good. Now let's go ahead and let's look at your team here, Manny. So let's go to Team Manuel Ferrero. you got a very solid outfield right now at this point with Giancarlo Stanton and Puig. And then you also have Lester and Grinke, two pitchers also that eat up the innings, that rack up the case. That could be very good. So, so far, everybody is nice and balanced. Um, let's take a look at Albert's team since he's listening. We'll talk about his team. He's got Freddie Freeman at first. He's got Adrian Beltre at third, um, Felix Hernandez and Chris Sale. So he's going to have tons of strikeouts, um, lots of wins, two pitchers that, that should be on, on two competitive teams. 
and two guys that are that are going to definitely contribute there at the corners and the infield. So so far, Albert's team is looking pretty strong. I like where he's at right now. And we have Matt Harvey taken by uh, by Brandon Manasseh. Let's check out his team now. So he's got Buster Posey at catcher, uh, Brantley in the outfield, who's going to contribute a lot, and then he's got three very very strong pitchers. It's going to be tough to to play against him here with Clayton Kershaw, Madison Baumgartner, and Matt Harvey. Again, guys that can really rack up the Ks, rack up the innings, and are probably going to be getting a lot of wins as well too. You got three guys there that could potentially win the National League Cy Young. Uh, so Brandon's got a pretty stacked team right there. Um, so let's see, let's see what we got going on here. So we're in the fifth round. Um, we're, we're we're moving through a 43rd pick overall. Matt Harvey just went off the board. We're analyzing some of the teams here, and uh, here we have. Let's take a look at Maiden Dade. We know Dyrone is listening right now too, so we want to see what he's got. First base, we've got Jose Bautista. Jose Bautista at first base in the outfield. He's got Adam Jones. Hey, Dr. Ray, sorry to interrupt you, um, but really quick, I'm I'm drafting right now. I think I'm going to go for a first baseman here. I have a couple of stars here next to Albert Pujols, Prince Fielder, David Ortiz. Uh, Which one stands out for you? Right now, Albert Pujols is my uh, first, my number one pick for this pick, I guess, right now out of those three. What do you think? Well, I, I definitely think that Pujols will probably not make it back to you for your next pick. Um, but I do also think that you can probably get another hitter that could contribute similarly a little bit later on. Um, you know, Pujols is a little bit on the way down, similar to what we mentioned about Cabrera. Um, I also think that you can probably get one of those other guys a little bit later. So I might hold off and look at another position that's becoming a little bit more scarce. But if you really oh, got man. your heart set I like Pujols, I like Fielder, and I like Ortiz, so it's all up to you, my man. So what don't you like about Pujols? <laughs> He's old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. But is he going to be starting? What's going on? Of course he's starting. All these guys are starters right now. Yeah, brother, I'm going with Pujols, man. What's wrong with you? Hey, man, there you go. It's a good, it could potentially be a great pick. I mean... Pujols was first, you know, first pick, you know, for the last maybe ten years, um, and so you know we'll see. Oh, look you know, at I'm look gonna... at um, Maiden Date is saying that uh, if Manny wins, it will be thanks to Dr. Ray. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Manny's getting that professional advice. No, nah, no, there's definitely no professionals here, but uh, just having a lot of fun. Um, so let's see. So you got Pools off the board. Right after you, we got Alexei Ramirez coming off the board. Alexei Ramirez is a guy that's been waiting to put it together. I think this could be the year. I really like what the White Sox have going on um, uh, for this season, and I think that he could definitely contribute. He's a guy that can maybe develop a little bit of power this year, possibly be in the teams with the home runs. Um, and, you know, he can steal some bases as well, too. If he can keep that average up, he's going to be a good player there. So, We'll see what we have going on uh, for the whole year, uh, you know, as we continue to go through the show here. So I know that we only have a couple minutes left here on the air, uh, but, Manny, why don't we go ahead and and go through round six, and uh, then we'll go ahead and we'll call it, and we'll just continue drafting um, off the air here. 
Um, but we'll go ahead and we'll complete round six. So right now we're coming towards the end of round five here. Um, we got Jose Arias' team up there on the board. Let's see what it is that he's got right now, and let's see where he should go. He's got goals. Oh, he goes with Nolan Arenado. One of the guys that I was telling you that could that could have a potential breakout year this year, I do like that pick from him. He's got Goldschmidt. He's got some, some position scarcity taken care of. Uh, there goes George Springer. Great pick. Um, young player. Had a, had a little bit of a breakout last year. He does strike out a lot, but he could potentially be very, very good. So uh, Jose Ayers' team is looking pretty good with Goldschmidt, Rizzo, uh, Arenado, Hanley Ramirez, Justin Upton. Uh, he does need to get himself a pitcher, though. His 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 offense is looking great. He's kind of the opposite of Brandon Manassa's team. So those two guys might be good trade partners a little bit later on during the year uh, when one of them needs some hitting and the other one needs some pitching. So we'll see what we get going on. But anyway, finishing up here at the end of round five, we've got three picks left. Uh, we've got Adam Sibia bail bonds on the clock, and we've got Maiden Date, and then finally Shelly Steen. Uh, let's take a look here. Maiden Date, let's see what he's working with. He's got Bautista, Adam Jones, Adrian Gonzalez, and Johnny Cueto. Uh, so he's going for his fifth pick here. Uh, again, there's a lot of middle infield that's necessary for him and some pitching as well, too. So let's see what he goes with. And uh sounds like we have a call, text, or tweet. Manny, what do you have going on? Yeah, Albert is uh, trying to tell you to stop help. I guess stop helping me and let him pick these uh, these bombs. Uh, <laughs> All right. So no more help for Manny. Well, uh, that's good. You'd only have one pick left with some with some on the air help anyway. So uh, we'll see what we get going on there. So good pick here. Um, looks like those speedy those speedy outfielders that can contribute are pretty much all going off the board. We've got our first closer taken here. Craig Kimbrell is officially going off the board. Um, so he'll be dominating the saves, it looks like. There goes Prince Fielder off the board. Um, so another first baseman down. Shelby's team is up again here, so let's <clears> see who Shelby's going to go with. And he's going to take Starling Marte. So Shelby's team is starting to come together pretty nice. We've got Carlos Santana taken off the board. Uh, Carlos Santana is an interesting pick, but he also qualifies at three different positions, catcher, first base, and third base, which is excellent. Um, oh. So sometimes that can be a great way uh, a great way to <clears throat> a great way to get some roster flexibility. So let's see what we have here now. Entering the the, the sixth round here, we're on the fifty third pick. We've got Adam Tibia back on the clock. Let's see who he's going to go with here. He's got Abreu at first, Cano, Tulowitzki. So his middle infield is looking strong. His outfield is looking pretty strong. Bryce Harper, who is, you know, yet to live up to the hype, but could definitely hit 30 home runs, you know, in a year um, and, and be a, contribu- a contributor to who, what could be a world champion nationals team. Uh, Tulowitzki, who's had his, his injury troubles in the past, but you could definitely see that he's, he's going for those Colorado players out there because, hey, man, the ball flies in Colorado. So... That's what we're looking for here. So guys that can hit, guys that can get extra stats, and if the ballpark helps, hey, man, that's that's all about being smart in this draft. So let's see who Gus is going with here. He ends up with Big Poppy Ortiz. So he's got himself two really good first basemen. 
Uh, one of them is filling up that utility spot right now. Um, so let's see what he's going to go with here. Uh, we got Ian Kinsler off the board. Kinsler off the board there from playing second base. So Kinsler, the uh, second baseman in Detroit, is now off the board. So he's looking like he's in pretty good shape. Let's see what we have going on here. All right, it's time for me to start looking at who I'm going to be picking here. I'm looking at these positions that are starting to get a little bit scarce. Manny, what do you think about this draft so far? I love it, Dr. I, it. I think it's going very, very good, man. Uh, I, li- I like the smack talk going on here. Um I love my team so far. I think we're going to go all the way. Uh, we're going to take the trophy, brother. I like to hear that. All right, we got another call, text, or tweet. What do we got? Dr. Ray, how about some comeback players? All right, well, comeback players... Um, as I mentioned, I think Jason Hayward, he could be a good comeback player. Now, if we're talking about coming back from injury, um, I think the number one guy that people are going to be looking for are going to be Matt Harvey and Jose Fernandez and seeing how they come back um, after being injured um, and after having that Tommy John surgery. You know, those are two guys that people are looking to make a big bounce back. Um, also, Carlos Gonzalez, he had some, some injuries last year. Um, out in Colorado, he could be good. He, he was drafted fairly early. Um, as far as that goes, you know, comeback players, we're talking about injury. I really think that we're talking about those those pitchers there um, and what they can do. And also another guy that I think potentially could have, you know, a good year and, and kind of a comeback year um, is going to be actually Jason Kipnis from the Indians. Um, you know, last year he had a bunch of injuries and a lot of things going on. I think potentially this year he could he could do really well um, and kind of get back to that second third round draft value that he had a couple of years ago. Um, so we'll see what we'll see what we get going on what over there. Think, from. What do you think about my uh, my pick that I just picked up, Todd Frazier from the Cincinnati Reds? Uh, I do like Todd Frazier. Todd Frazier had a breakout year um, last year. He he was excellent. Um, last year, he really brought up the RBIs. He brought everything. I mean, he was just great last year. So um, I'm looking forward to see what he's going to do this year. Hopefully, he can improve his average a little bit, and uh, we'll see what we get. We'll see what we get from him in, in just a few weeks. You know, it's funny because the spring can have you know so many different types of so many different types of, of players and and. You know, guys that come out of nowhere, like Chris Bryant, for example, um, is one of them, you know, who just it was having an amazing spring. And we'll see what it turns into um, when it comes to, uh, you know, time to start playing. Is, when he gets called up to the big leagues in a little bit, is he going to be able to to keep that up? You know, that's what, we, that's what we're going to want to see here. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, again, you know, nobody can predict the future, but, you know, I think a lot of these guys could be pretty good. So, I'm going to go with uh, a little bit, a little bit of an outfield uh, and and pitching here, and I'm going to go with Matt Kemp for my first pick, um, with the last one of the, of the sixth round here. 
Um, and I know that we're gonna we're gonna uh, basically stop the draft on the air here after the sixth round. Um, so I want to thank everybody uh, out there for listening tonight, and and we're gonna go with Matt Kemp for the last pick of the sixth round. And uh, next week we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna do a draft recap. Um, so if you guys, you know, had fun out there listening and you want to know how the rest of the draft turned out, you're not in the league, you're more than welcome to listen in next week and, and we'll be going over uh, what's happening. Thanks for talking to us, with us here on, on the Hot Corner tonight all about weight loss. Next week, BMRs and Fantasy Draft Recap. We'll see you all next week on the Hot Corner. Stay well and be well. party. Now we need to get decked out too. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, get up to 50% off store-wide now on Party Perfect styles like velvet tops and pixie pants. Up to 50% off? It is the season to be jolly. Jeans and sweaters start at just 15 bucks with tops from just 7 bucks. Ooh, we need those styles fa-la-la-la fast. Buy online and pick up in store for free. And don't forget to redeem your super cash now through Tuesday to save even more. Kids, we're going to Old Navy. Holiday your heart out with up to 50% off store-wide at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid through 12-4, select styles only. Other exclusions apply. See stores for details. North Pole Hotline. We've decked the halls for our holiday party. Now we need to get decked out too. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, get up to 50% off store wide now on party perfect styles like velvet tops and pixie pants. Up to 50% off? It is the season to be jolly. Jeans and sweaters start at just 15 bucks with tops from just 7 bucks. Ooh, we need those styles fa-la-la-la fast. Buy online and pick up in store for free. And don't forget to redeem your super cash now through Tuesday to save even more. Kids, we're going to Old Navy. Holiday your heart out with up to 50% off store wide at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid through 12-4, select styles only. Other exclusions apply. See stores for details.